Welcome to the perfect, perfect triangle. triangle. The perfect triangle is equilateral, three sides of the same length. In an angry bipolar world, three perfect sides reveal many truths. Body, mind, and spirit. Thought, word, and deed. Conspiracy, propaganda, and truth. Natural health, allopathic tyranny, and your body. Freedom, globalism, and sovereign nations. And now, the perfect, the perfect triangle. triangle. 911, what be your emergency? I keep hearing them ceiling birds. New at 11, city leaders within Atlanta's emergency services department say calls to 911 have skyrocketed in the last year, causing prolonged wait times. But the phone lines have gotten tied up by people dialing in for the wrong reasons. 911, what you want? Oy vey, the Goyim are waking up. This is one of more than a million calls Metro Atlanta residents made to the city's E911 center last year. 911, you better not be wasting my time. Can I purchase Zimbabwean jumbo tampons with my EBT card? The 911 operator position is a highly stressful job. Public Safety Committee Chairwoman Andrea Boone says they're urging residents to think twice before dialing the number. 911. Life is like a nigger. And now a word from our sponsor. live streamer and show producer he is still haunted by the memory of the Holocaust Nick can manage his pain if he can talk about it but he needs quality audio equipment in order to express himself only you can help Nick only has one Austrian microphone. His other microphone has an Austrian brand, but the parts were not made in Austria by Austrian hands. This inhumanity must stop. For just $5, you can help Nick get the microphone he needs in case his primary microphone malfunctions. Something fucked here. What? We can't show you his other backup microphone because Nick only has three cameras and they're already in fixed positions. Makes no sense. Please help Nick heal from the pain and haunting memories of the Holocaust. Why is it not playing through? It's supposed to play through. What? What happens? Like a sign. Only you can help. Chat. Please help now. 
Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. That's why did it do that? It was working before. Huh. A lot. We're doing it just yesterday too. You didn't hear anything for both of those? No shit, really? Evil, then that building is hell. This is the most obnoxious group of money hungry, low IQ, high energy, jack rabbit, fucking wannabe, big time, small time, shit talking, bothersome, irritating bunch of motherfuckers I have ever had to endure for more than five minutes. in Manhattan Always itching to lend Lending at interest Never lending a hand Wise men have always seen Through their lies before Cosmopolitan horse, so I'll gas you. Try to tell me We can all be friends An error we've made before We won't make again Cause I'll gas you
rising frequency of anarchist and communist violence in the streets can lead in only one direction, discontent and a rising white proclivity toward violence on their own behalf. The time for talk has long since passed, as has the time of intellectualism. Action is what is needed most in these trying times, and that action must be driven towards our white revolution. Do not get bogged down with the nostalgia for days gone by. Instead, channel that nostalgia into action. Bring about that glorious world that could have been through revolutionary action. It is an honor that we should live in such times that the existence of our people rests upon our shoulders is the most supreme of gifts. Times like these are what birth heroes. The moment you feel any fear or doubt, strike it from your heart. Understand that if it is not us, it will be no one. Embrace the chaos, and from its ashes, a new world shall rise, beautiful and pure, to victory, white man! White America, wake the fuck up. White America, wake the fuck up. Welcome to, excuse me, episode number 179 of the Perfect Triangle. It's February 16th, 2024. And this is by far one of my favorite shows of the month when we have the White Nationalist Roundtable. Somebody's uh, echoing. Uh, Is everybody... Who's doing that? Let's see. Not me. I was on mute. Okay. It looks like it's gone, whatever was causing it. Um, Let's see here. Oh, let's bring everybody in. So today's guests are White is Right, Nick from Night Nation Review, one of the the powerhouse of the uh, nationalist shows, my co-host from the hottest new Speak Free radio show, the revamped based Monday Sane Asylum, uh, Paul from Northern Nevada, and we've got the great Dave Gahari, the publisher of Money Tree Publishing, does his own show on Speak Free Radio with the legendary David Duke and Zach from Logos Revealed, my co-host for today. So welcome, fellas. It's an honor to have you all 
all here, and it especially is encouraging the fact that we're, this is a, a respectful generational discussion and is what we need to, um, to somehow uh, uh, save the day for the white race. But let's start out. Let's go around uh, the uh, the uh, um, the panel and have everybody just if you want to have make an opening statement or what's on your radar these days. Let's go by age. And believe it or not, the oldest man here is Paul from Northern Nevada. So let's start with you, Paul. What's what's going on today, and what's on your radar? Well, I want everybody to know, in general, that white people are good enough. We're smart enough. Gosh darn it, people will people will like us. A little Stuart Smalley reference there. That's pretty good. Back hey, in the day, happy happy to be here, buddy. Nice to uh, be included on this uh, panel. And I got to say that last video was very inspiring. Something about a classical score and and those individual piano keys. It just makes me want to go do something. Oh, I know. It's that that guy. That fellow is really talented. I think is. He goes by the name Divived, really a talented uh, fellow. Or maybe it's a group. I don't know a lot about him. Maybe some of the other younger guys know who he is or what he's all about. But uh, next, of course, is me, but I'll pass since I did the intro. So then we'll move on. Dave, I got I to unmute you, I think, since I muted you. There you go. Dave Gahari. Yes, sir. Back. Let's bring up, uh, let's bring up your... Uh, Am I coming through loud and clear? Yeah, you sound yeah, good. I'm not one of the younger guys, I guess, uh, so I can't comment on Divived. But <laughs> White is right. What is that video there? Is that like from a movie or something, or is that a creation that you did or somebody? Do you see that thing, that guy touching that kid there? Oh, you, uh, StreamYard now allows you to... No, that's an AI-generated AI generated thing. What is that, like a Jew in the tunnel? It's a tunnel Jew. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. It's quite disturbing. It is disturbing. Yeah, no, it's great to be here. Thanks uh, for the invite. Great to be here with these younger guys. Um, of course, not you and me and Paul, but mentally we're, you know, like I always say, we're like teenagers. Guys, most guys don't grow out of that. I didn't. Um, that video that had it was kind of like a like a mock on one of those holo hoax commercials with Nick. Who did that? Flood. <laughs> That's Flood. Flood. That was Flood. Oh my God, the, the guy. He is may just, be joining us too. Oh, Maybe awesome. Oh yeah, right. Was. Yeah, brilliant. Just, I mean, look. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, there's look. We 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 move the ball down the field. And we're not we're, we're not going to lose any ground, I mean, and and a lot of it is, obviously, we all had a lot to do with it, the people here and the people who are not here, uh, but it's a great feeling to know that, you know, the enemy is scrambling, and I've been doing this for twenty five years, and I've been waiting for this day for that long quarter century, so I think we're here. So uh, great to be here. Looking forward to the to the discussion. Awesome. And next we'll go to, uh, I'm not sure who is younger, uh, Nick or White is Right, so I'll, I'll take a shot and we'll go next to Nick from Night Nation Review. Nick, honestly, let me let me move over to your, uh, there's your Odyssey channel. I mean, you got the hottest thing going at night, man. You, you're just uh, so polished and professional, and it's great to have you here. So what's on your radar these days? Well, thanks, Giuseppe. Uh, well, 
I will say that uh, Dave is definitely right that they're scrambling. Um, there's been three. They, they did three Super Bowl commercials uh, about Israel. <laughs> Israeli government paid for two, so that's 14 million. And then I guess there was another one begging us to give a shit. And uh, I think I guess we'll call that a win. I mean that that's uh that's that kind of stuff is, is they said moving the ball down the field. I think that's probably a good way to put it. Excellent, excellent. Now White is right. I had to mute you. You're the guy. You're not wearing headphones. Is there any way you can go to earbuds or headphones? Because you're uh, you're creating a a, 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 a a echo loop with your monitor speaker. Yeah, you're not wearing headphones. Is there any way you can? Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, you're creating a, 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 a echo loop with your monitor speaking. Uh, there we go. Or he's looping now. I don't know what the fuck I got going on, man. Same as always, man. Give me, just, give me a second. I'll put some headphones on. Give me a second. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll skip you and come back to you, and let's um, – Let's go to Zach. Welcome, Zach. Excellent co-host, and you got your prodigious, prodigious content creator as well with your logos revealed. So, how's everything going, Zach? And what's on your radar today? Good, Dave. Uh, been uh, uh, G man. Geez, uh, my brain's all over the place. Um, thanks for having me on as usual. It's, uh, it's always nice to be the baby and be the last person to go every time. It's a. Uh, it's nice to uh, be able to be the tail end of things. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. Uh, just sticking to reading and and trying to get things uh, prepped. Uh, get a. I, I've got. I'm actually in the middle of reading the Holocaust book that we analyzed with Dave last week. Um, trying to get that finished up. That's a quite a behemoth. A it's a long book, yeah. but uh, but it's it's very yeah. informative. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to uh, to what this year has in store. It seems like uh, the. Uh, noticing as they call it seems to be on the increase so uh that to me is a is a very exciting development yeah that's a great point in fact let's come back to uh white is right you ready to ready ready to go sir i hope so man sound better yeah yeah, yeah it sounds great yeah it was just so my bad what's on your radar these days white is right i don't know man just ready for warm weather dude ready to get out do some IRL. how about you guys everybody doing all right Yep, yep. It's uh, supposed to be getting snow here in Stafford, Virginia tonight. Oh, today? One to three inches, so oh. we haven't had any snow in a couple of years. So. Yeah, I'm sick of snow, man. I've had enough of it, but uh, I'm just ready to get out and just, you know, put some shorts on and put the sun on my face and throw out some fires. And, uh, so, uh, you say Fudge is running behind, or is, uh, what's going on with him? He's not going to show? Or? Yeah, he said he was coming. Um I uh I, I I gave him the time in the in the invite. Maybe yeah. he's uh maybe he fell asleep since he gets up so early to uh yeah. do his stuff, but uh I guess I'll shoot him a reminder. But let, my first question to start, we'll start again, we'll go we'll go by age for this afternoon is uh so Paul NNP, Northern Nevada Paul. What do you make of of in the last year all of a sudden People who would never name the Jew, like Stu's Peter and others, are suddenly taking it right, right to the the yids. I mean, big time. And uh, and also, my second part of that question is, 
Who the fuck is Stu Peters? I mean, he came out of nowhere. He claims he was a bounty hunter, and then he was a, a bad wigger rapper, and all of a sudden he's got this giant <laughs> network that's the equal of um, Alex Jones's operation. And, and, and as we all know, it takes a lot of money to put stuff like that together. So who's backing him? But but uh, So part A is why all of a sudden everybody's naming the Jew, and B... Who is this guy, Stu Peters? Do you have any thoughts on him? So go ahead, Paul. Well, I wouldn't know, you know, anything more than what other people have already talked about. In other words, it's, it's just speculation, except for people that maybe know him personally. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, but the way that I look at anybody like that, I mean, even, you know, including Alex Jones, of course, who just can be such uh, an anno annoying, you know, blowhard, but at mm -hmm. least... <clears throat> You know, Alex Jones will go, <clears throat> pardon me, and lay the, you know, lay the trail down right up to the door, but he just won't open the door, or take you in the room. But, right. you know, he, he's always to be credited for waking uh, a lot of people up. So, you know, whatever Stu Peters does, whatever he says, as long as it's mostly about exposing what's going on in this world, including up, up to naming, you know, the Jew, it's all good. I mean, in my opinion, it doesn't matter. Uh, if some of these people are, you know, uh, sponsored, uh, you know, t to my mind, it's like, unless you're going to deflect blame away from these people, then I would just say, hey, you know, keep keep talking, you know, keep putting out content, you know, keep uh, waking people up. I mean, again, uh, you know, unless somebody is uh, deliberately spreading uh, disinformation or, you know, like like I said, Alex Jones t telling us that uh, Chicoms or. Hollywood's owned by the Arabs, and a lot of people, of course, have you know dismissed that sort of thing a long time ago. So, uh, you know, to use an overused expression, it's it's all good, you know, in my opinion. And even I don't know if you guys are aware of this, um, uh, the Healthy American and Peggy Hall, um, but she was really active about you know the the masking situation and right. and the vaccines, and she is now basically naming the Jews. She made a video about this Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. And, you know, the bottom line is all all roads lead to, um, you know, this problem. And it's going to become ever more uh, obvious to all those who are willing to look a little bit. So uh, it's all it's all good, in my opinion. Uh, great, great points. Uh, Dave Gahari, you've been covering this a long time. So what's your take on all of a sudden it's open season to name the Jew? And, and what who's back in Stu Peters? You got any thoughts on that? <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but I will a little bit. I said this was going to happen. And, you, you know, the signs the times. signs were all over. And when I was saying it was going to happen, pretty much everybody was not feeling the same. Uh, because it, you know, it, it takes a lot to overcome all of the negativity that we've all experienced. Over the decades, centuries, millennia, because of this filth, and so I, I'm just happy it's here. You know, the signs were there. Uh, I'm not surprised. It's only going to get better. There's going to be more and more folks uh, naming the Jew, uh, like this uh, Stu Peters, uh, who you know I'm very suspicious of because, well, I'm not in that. I, I don't watch these. I, I don't watch him. I've never seen him. Um, it, it's it's really a shame when people in our own realm 
send around this guy's videos. Like, did you see Stu Peters interviewed uh, Brother Nathaniel or uh, HT? Like, I, I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to watch him. He's not one of us. He wants to jump on the bandwagon now. We've been in the trenches, in the field, getting dirty. And then this guy comes along and says, Jew, and like everybody jumps up. So you can't, like you said, you cannot get to that position without backing. It's well, impossible. Well, Dave, let me ask you a question. So you yes. say you, you've never seen him. So in other words, you've never seen a single video of Stu Peters? Never. No. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I've seen, I've, I know what he looks like. I've seen his, you know when they send the emails around, you know, the the image of Stu Peters and whoever the guest is, but I've never watched a video. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't have any uh, desire. What, what am I going to learn from Stu Peters? Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't know how to answer that. I just, I just find it curious that you'd never seen it. So, okay. Well, I just assume, go ahead, that, that everybody here would know about him or have seen him and i mean the only thing that's notable of course is his presence and the fact that i mean i think overall he does a good job of presenting he has a certain presence and a certain delivery that people find uh enjoyable yeah. otherwise they wouldn't watch him but yeah on. yeah yeah absolutely i've never seen seinfeld and i never will so oh, okay. there's some things that i will never do and uh i'm never going to see him i don't want to you know it's 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 actually something that I find insulting when I hear about this guy. Uh, so, you know, Del Bigtree, you've heard of that name before? Of course. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so, so another guy, right? I'm like wondering, where did this guy come from? So I dug in a little bit, and he's supported by these big Jews, these anti-vax big Jews. So the money that he gets comes from this these this husband and wife Jew team who have a foundation and that's how Dell Big Tree becomes noticed huh. so yeah you have to have a presence you have to be able to uh, appeal to you know the weaker listeners uh, which these guys do and I just don't have any desire to spend any time on this guy primarily because as I mentioned earlier what am I going to learn from him? Do you have a similar opinion about Mike Adams? Mike Adams, is that the Ranger, Health, health Ranger, Ranger guy? Health Ranger, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I know about Health Ranger uh, is that um, he, he's kind of like, um, you know, putting stuff out that uh, is like alarmist in nature uh, or very like, uh, you know, on the fringe, conspiratorial that uh it doesn't come true in real life so yeah he's another one that um i don't pay attention to any attention hell i don't pay attention to much stuff anyway i'm too busy doing what i do yeah. but yeah same thing but Stu peters lately because so many weak people have uh brought his brought him to my attention um and i would have hoped that the people in our realm would not be so weak that they would say what I'm saying or what I'm thinking. Who the fuck is this guy? He's nobody. All of a sudden, he's naming the Jew. So now we got to pay attention to him. Fuck him. Okay.
There you go. So uh, let's move on to Nick. Nick, your thoughts on why is it suddenly open season on naming the Jew? A lot of people who a year ago wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. And do you have any thoughts on Stu Peters and where, where he's coming from? I understand um, Dave's frustration with uh, the Johnny-come-lately effect, for sure. But at the same time, uh, I have to wonder, are, are we, you know, can we leave no room for people to, to kind of come on board? I mean, you know, I, I, I get the, the thing that, like, a lot of a lot of people have made a lot of sacrifices to face up to the truth and speak the truth and deal with this. And then, you know, now you have these, like, large kind of conservatard type that have, all of a sudden jumped on board now that it's fashionable that that is very frustrating but it is expected right i don't think any of us didn't expect that that there would be at some point enough uh shift in the so-called overton window that it would become uh safer for them it would become more financially profitable for them to do so and that they would do it i i think you know i i, I don't know I, I don't know where to, where to fall on it I, I tend to cheer on any new newcomer as long yeah. as it's sincere, but I, I get that Dave doesn't have anything to learn. I, I if I was him, I don't think I'd have anything to learn from Stu Peters either. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that I necessarily have anything to learn from Stu Peters. Um, you know, I also have to kind of take into account that like not everybody is going to be able to uh, to meet us where we are. You know, so I, I, I'm I'm interested in the practicality of it. I'm interested in um, getting it done. You know, getting it done, getting the consciousness out there. It's unfortunate that they can't come all the way to where we're at, but I think there is sort of a lot of people who come from this sort of MAGA Trump land kind of camp. And I don't know about you guys. I'm not going back to that. I'm not going back to pretending I give a fuck about Trump. Um, right. So maybe maybe it's good. You know what I mean? I, I guess I'm kind of playing a little bit devil's advocate on that one. Maybe it's a little bit good that some people from that camp are finally coming around. There's a whole bunch of them, too. There's uh, the guy from the Crow House, Max Egan. There's uh, that dollar vigilante libertarian guy. A lot of these people have started to come on board. Now, the question is, like, you know, you always have to ask, is this some kind of controlled opposition deal or is it legit? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. You know, I don't know that any of us do. I mean, I don't even know how you'd really find out. But um, it, it would so be better if they were introduced to people with a lot more, um, you know, background in this stuff. But I don't know how to even get to them on that because we, we've had to all endure some sort of censorship divide that I don't think these people have. So I, I think that's probably probably that's the heart point. of it. And it's frustrating, you know. Hey, so just a quick awesome. question, yeah, if you don't mind. So you mentioned the dollar vigilante. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so has he – I haven't heard him in a while, but I used to watch his videos. Has he specifically named the Jew? Oh, yeah. big time! Yeah, yeah, he's come out with a oh. last several months. Yeah, okay. I mean, really blasting him with both barrels oh. of his shotgun. Nice. I, I hadn't heard. Okay. Other than that, yeah, you made some good points. We we don't want to exclude people unnecessarily, you know. Except for, I mean, for example, if Sean Hannity or uh, Jimmy Kimmel starts naming the Jew, okay, well, fuck you then. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> but other than that, we don't want to necessarily have a closed clubhouse. But okay. Well, can, can yeah, I just I mean, jump in real quick? Sure. Please. Yeah, I'm not saying to have a closed clubhouse. I'm saying fuck him and fuck anybody who now is jumping on the bandwagon. They can do what they want. They are going to do what they want. That's cool that they're here. But I personally don't want to have anything to do with them. I've been doing this for a quarter of a century. I know the players in the game. Stu Peters is not one of them. That's it. 
Yep. No, I, 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 both, both your points and everybody else's points are, are both valid. I mean, let's hear from White is Right. White is Right, what do you think of uh, All Saints open season to name the Jew, and what's your take on Stu Peters? Man, I, I knew uh, Peters was our guy, man. Everybody was skeptical. But, uh, Dave, you got to think, man, he reaches a lot of people. I mean, a, I mean, a whole lot of people. But uh, and I've always said the Jews play a dangerous game. They do, because when people start finding out, man, there's nothing that's going to be able to stop us from uh, – you know, putting the hurt on them, but uh, like back in 1349, when they found out they were poisoning the wells and waterways and stuff, everyone rose up and burned them. And then one town, they had to burn so many Jews, it took six days to burn them all. And that would be something to celebrate, man. But uh, hey, I That's wanted to stay up, uh, Paul, man. I'm a big fan of yours. The way you gave uh, Fetz or Hell back on uh, Revolution Radio, man, those are those are classic. <laughs> All right, that's uh, those were the good old days, right, Paul? Yeah. Um, how about uh, let's go on to Zach? Zach, your thoughts on all of a sudden it's open season on naming the Jew, and and y- your thoughts on Stu Peters? Yeah, I like this. Uh, I like this question, G Man, um, and I, I think everybody brings good points to the table. I think the the key to look at whether it's Stu Peters or or anybody that's up, even guys that would be considered uh, our guys, so to speak. Uh, is to determine if he's in this um, for monetary gain, if, if there's some kind of uh, profit for himself, or if he's actually in this with the correct motives, right? Like if he if he really is genuinely concerned about the Jewish takeover of our of our nation and, and the destruction of our people, if he is actually concerned of that, um, I at least appreciate and respect that, regardless of his uh, his platform or his background or, or, or whatever he is as an individual. Um, but one thing that, that we have to take into account is the, uh, the platform that he has, right? Uh, when people have this kind of a platform, like Dave said, uh, very, very seldomly do people have a platform like that without being controlled in some way, shape or form. Um, and, you know, in regards to open season on the Jew, uh, let's look at, for example, last week, uh, Elon Musk and Candace Owens both went on this, uh, stick about the Bolsheviks, right? Obviously, they're not mentioning the factor of them being majority Jewish, right? Almost completely Jewish. Um, so it's uh, it's almost like because of this narrative being pushed, because the, the gates are opening, uh, they now have all of these bigger names uh, playing this form of damage control, right? Where they're hopping on and they're they're going, oh, oh let's pick up on the narrative. But it's very interesting that they're touching on these uh, subjects that can lightly be associated with the Jewish problem. Um, and, and we have to kind of figure out if they're actually doing this again as a, like a dog whistle and a hint uh, that they, they know and they want the message to spread or if it's um, a damage control and they, and they want to keep the message in their category. Again, when we look at uh, characters like Candace Owens, I mean, she's at the daily wire, which is owned by Ben Shapiro or uh, right. co-owned by Ben Shapiro. So, yeah, it's it's, it's curious, but I, I think the key is to, to just really pay attention if the people are in it um, for, for a, a, some form of monetary gain for themselves or if their their merit is actually moral. And, and with Stu Peters, um, I don't think there's there's been enough time to really determine uh, w- what exactly the case is. And I, I have to say, I, I don't necessarily think people are sensationalized by the fact that Stu Peters himself is naming the Jew, right? It's it's not like, um, like oh my God, uh, T- Taylor Swift's talking about the Jews. I-, I think it's the fact that he has a platform. I think that's what people are excited about. Mm-hmm. 
they're excited that because he's the one talking about it, it's reaching a, a, a broader span of people than people like ourselves can reach. I think that's the uh, the fascination. Zach is right. Man, that's a great point. And, you know, you really think about it in the protocols, they always talk about controlling both sides of the narrative. So maybe if they're playing uh, – kike chess they're willing to sacrifice some of the uh, child rapists like the 770s at uh, in brooklyn to protect their sacred money money cow religion of the holocaust maybe this is uh shifting the overton window enough so they're controlling it and so it doesn't all collapse do you think that any of you guys think there's any merit to that thought yeah no i think so i think it's kind of a controlled demolition kind of uh decision they're making maybe perhaps um <clears throat> if you think about it i don't know who just said it but they, they know that the cat is out of the bag to some degree here and they know that the only chance that they have to kind of get a little bit of a grip on the situation is to kind of get their guys in on 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 this they're they're people that they already have some control over so right um that so that yeah i mean you know it's, that's the weird thing right is how do we figure out who is and who isn't bought and paid for like that I think some. I think maybe Zach said that somebody um, who has a platform that big, they, they only got it through some some kind of control to begin with. I, in, in all likelihood, that's probably true. Um, I, I think he's also right that people are more excited not so much about him or him having some specific insight that any of us don't, so much as it's just that this guy that has a large microphone is is talking about these things. Um, <clears throat> I, I think we're gonna have to get used to it though and i think unfortunately it's it's very much a reality that as this goes on and as the noticing increases and as they keep messing up and as more and more people realize the criminality involved in all of their stuff that um <clears throat> they're going to actually roll out anti-jewish jews like the laura loomer types they're going to come out and go yeah and we actually saw a clip of her saying oh it's always the jews it's always the jews and she goes on to say some some crap like that so they're going to roll out that kind of controlled opposition there's no question that, that's what i'm more weary of than somebody that's kind of like a MAGA conservative type you know stepping foot off that plantation Oh, great point! Great point. Laura Loomer, she was a, she's a rare piece of work. I, I don't know if you guys remember last uh, election season. I think it was what about about a year ago. She was gonna go down to Florida and and become a Christian and have a nose job and run against this true. You know, most of these Christians are phony Christians these days. These evangelical Zionist shitheads. But this guy who's in the House of Representatives, uh, the Federal House of Representatives in Florida, is a true Christian family man, has like eight or ten uh, white kids, and she was going to suddenly become a, a fake kite Christian and try and, and steal that seat. So that woman is just utterly despicable. So I uh, just wanted to make that point. All right, my next question that's been all over the news, and I know, Dave, you've got some thoughts on it, is when... Uh, Cucker Tarlson, who I personally consider absolute controlled, uh, you know, comes from a CIA lineage, and and uh, he he, but he went and interviewed um, uh, uh, Vladimir Putin, and so I was funny. I was just I scanned various areas for the headlines of the day. And over at Rents, his top headline is, Putin correctly criticizes the Carlson interview, says he was totally prepared and expecting hard questions, and none came. 
So uh, let's start again, same order. Paul, what do you think of of, of uh, controlled opposition? And that's my opinion. Cucker Tarlson uh, going over there and sitting down with good old Vlad. Well, I made the point on uh, Fetzer's show that uh, the only word that would come to mind would be ir- irrelevant. Uh, you know, and he didn't like that. But, you know, it's it's just one of these things that it happened. It, 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 ha- it has passed. People will talk about it for a little bit and then everything just moves on. And, you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, Cucker Tarlson says. I mean, the bottom line is that he's had he's had ample opportunity to tell the truth or more of the truth and he's never done it and i think giuseppe and probably most people here have seen clips of him in the past uh, mocking 9-11 conspiracy theorists and so on and so right. forth so he, he's of no use to a white movement and that's what really necessarily this has to be is in the end the main issue that i think that we're all on board is protecting our race protecting white dna and that's what the jews are targeting so uh, he's he's useless. That's a great point. So, Dave Gahari, your thoughts on Cucker and Putin sitting down and chewing the fat? Yeah, I actually uh, wasted two hours, seven minutes, and some seconds watching that over you know a period of a couple of days, and uh, it was disappointing because he sat there like I don't know what, like you know, ogling, making stupid faces. When Putin would say whatever he said, uh, I, I wished, you know, he got to the point, asked the hard questions, and, um, you know, brought up the Jews. Putin brought up the Jews a couple of times, you know, how they suffered and how they were exterminated along with other um, groups of people. But again, you know, Tucker Carlson um I think, you know, we kind of know where he came from, right? I mean, he was on, I think he was on, like, uh, you know, CNN before, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, right? he was the token uh, token conservative wearing bow ties back in the day when he was young. Okay, again, I haven't seen that, but I, ha- I did see a few of his episodes when he was at Faux News. Um, but we know where... Tucker Carlson came from, and we know how he progressed, right? Not to go back to Peters, but we don't know how Peters, where he came from and how he progressed. He was a rapper, he was a bounty hunter, and then all of a sudden he's the voice of, you know, conservatives. Um, So Carlson, and, and this goes to the point that a bunch of us were making about Peters, or a bunch of you guys were making, um, that you know, hey, it's good, you know, that he's naming the Jew. Uh, Carlson will name the Jew. It's just a matter of time. So uh, I don't have anything against Carlson. Is he CIA? Maybe. I don't know, right? Um, He he, he really didn't conduct an interview with with Putin. Maybe he was starstruck. I don't know. But it wasn't an interview. Uh, And just let me say before I mute myself, um, yes, White is right. I understand what you're saying about Peters. I'm just talking from my own personal view about that. And Nick, same thing, and um, and Paul, and uh, and Zach. So our little baby Zach, you know, that's when you know. That's when you're when you know you're old, Zach. When you think back on these days when you were the baby, 
and you're like, you shit, go. I'm not the baby anymore. <laughs> There'll be pictures of us hanging behind him on the Hall of Fame. We'll all be the three of us old guys will be dead, and he'll be carrying on. That'll be awesome, though. Dave, I'll have a so, I'll have a big portrait of you behind my my desk, just like Hitler had of uh, Henry Ford. Right, <laughs> better be a portrait. Right, we, we me, get Dave in the, not a picture. We're gonna get Dave in the brown the brown suit and the right. band and everything. Me and <laughs> me and Stu Peters. <laughs> I, w- I want to say I-, I completely understand Dave's point. You know, people like Dave have been out sacrificing for decades and dealing with all this, and you're not getting treated very nicely a lot of the time by a lot of people. I'm sure having to deal all kinds of deal with all kinds of abuse and nastiness just for saying things that are definitely the case. And and then you know along comes new people. And I'm sure that there is an absolute desire to 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 vet these people out. Like, what are your intentions? You, know, you 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 just came here. I've been putting up with this for you know decades. I've been, you know, in my case, probably for longer than I've been alive. And I'm I'm almost forty. So that's uh, that's not that's not. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it feels like there's a lot invested, and I'm I'm sure I would be extremely protective of that too. Um, it, there's a lot of sacrifice invested in there, and for people to come along that might have bad intentions in the sense that they might be there to be a controlled op or they might be there just to cash in now that it's safe for them to do so. Yeah, that that's uh, I, I could see how that would gross me, me out, too, if I was in that position. Uh, good point, Nick. Um, uh, let's see. Next would be White is Right. Uh, uh, your thoughts on... Um, oh, shoot, I, I totally... Oh, uh, Carson. It, it was not much to really talk about. It's kind of boring and dry. I mean... Uh, didn't uh, Putin bring up uh, Tucker being in the CIA during that interview? I think somebody said something about that. And I know. Uh, also, yeah, yeah he, he did. He did. And Tucker completely, either he didn't hear it or he completely blew him off. He, did. he ignored him. He and mocked him he out. Wearing, uh, yeah. He was wearing his red violet bracelet at the time, too. <laughs> right. They both were, supposedly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But uh, I think uh, sometimes we can uh, benefit from controlled opposition when it swings our way. And I think uh, we need to take it and run with it, man. We need all the help we can get. Uh, good point. Um, and, Zach, any thoughts on the putin Cucker tarlson interview? Yeah, so the uh, I just want to touch on the CIA piece. Um, the, the explanation is that he did not get into the CIA and he failed. Um, I think we, we can maybe speculate on, uh, on some, some other outcomes there. Uh, just, right. just because you're in the CIA doesn't mean you have to be uh, in the offices. You know, there, there's uh, there's other good positions for those guys. No doubt, no doubt. Now, I have a um, a follow up on the same topic, which Dave, you you spurred me on to this line of thinking a couple days ago when uh, that that traitorous uh, evangelical Zionist installed Speaker of the House uh, Mike Johnson. Uh, tweeted out um, this ominous, there's a major threat uh, to this nation, but can't really talk about it. But it's a major threat, but wink, 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 it's it's the Russians, and may, they may uh, spark off a big bomb like a bunker buster in Chicago or a nuke in, in, in San Francisco, but, but uh, wink, wink, uh, uh, you didn't hear it from me. And so to me, you know, they play chess, there's no doubt about it. And and that's the dark side. That is, this a setup 
to uh, to be able to do the Jew false flag. And, and I, you know, let me state unequivocally, if something like that does happen, we've been warning about it, it's not the Russians, it's the vile kike who are going to light off a bomb or, 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 you know, do something horrible to kill hundreds if not thousands of Americans. It's not the Russians, it's the vile Jew. So let's start with Paul and then everybody gets a chance to comment on that follow-up. You know, I don't have a lot to add to that sentiment, which you just said. I completely agree. So go ahead and pass the microphone. Uh, Dave, you're the one who pointed that out. Mike Johnson, your thoughts. Mike Johnson. Now you're calling me Mike Johnson? Uh, I'm calling you Dave with a big Johnson. Sorry. (laughs) How did you find out? Who told you? Yeah, who told you? That son of a bitch. Uh no, I just, uh, you know, I got that. Somebody sent it to me. I can't remember who. And I thought it was curious uh, yeah, that that came out. And then I, I didn't like, I didn't investigate it further. Uh, so I, 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 that's all I know about it. I saw it was, but then again, we should have, we should have suspected, obviously, because the U.S. government, I love when people say our government, the yeah, U.S. Yeah. government is run by Jews, filthy Jews. And yeah. so, again, if that doesn't... If hearing this, you know, you know about it and you're not completely pissed off, then there's something wrong with you. So our not our government, their government is run by filthy Jews, filthy, nasty, inbred Jews. And so, yes, when they release something like that, one of these political slaves, these tools of the Jew, they're going to obviously get the permission of the Jew handler who is controlling their uh, political office to put this blast out or this uh, PR out. So uh, like Paul, I don't really know much about it other than, you know, letting you know about it. Well, I've looked into it a bit, and there's been three or four other people uh, of his level or slightly below pretty much parroting that same wink-wink, nod-nod. Uh, uh, it's, it's Something's coming, and it's the Russians, wink-wink. So I, I think that uh, uh, the, uh, there's definitely something to it. Your your bat sense or your spidey sense definitely was exactly right on. They do the same uh, thing with cyber threats. They always say it's Russia <laughs> hacking in our shit when it's really uh, Israel. Right, 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 exactly, right. right. <clears throat> if I could just jump in really quick. So I, I was thinking, too, a good point to add, and always to remind ourselves, and this would apply to not just what you just mentioned, Giuseppe, but sort of everything we're talking about. I think it's important to not overcomplicate any of this. I mean, the default position. Oh, Paul, uh, he should be back. Underneath everything, that's above everything, that's through. Hey Paul, let me That's jump in. You, 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 you dropped out a default position. We didn't hear your next couple sentences. Could could you repeat that? Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, you know what's happening? I don't know if anybody else is hearing occasional glitches in the audio where uh, I mean, but I, I've been getting this throughout the show where not everybody, but quite a few people that have spoken. Um, they sort of glitch out and then come back in. Am I the only one that's getting that? Yeah, because I I think so. Um, I think it's because of where you go to get your internet signal. It, it yeah. it's uh, it cycles and and goes uh, goes dead for a couple moments. But and please continue though and repeat uh, what you said. Well, yeah, all I just wanted to say was that it's important not to overcomplicate it, not to overthink it. 
the bottom line is the default position. It's the Jews. It's always the Jews. They're underneath it. They're above it. They're throughout it. And uh, that way we can kind of keep a clear. See that because, you know, there's always this talk about, well, is somebody so and so controlled opposition is so and so funded by this person or that person. And in the end, you know, none of that's going to help uh, these people, in my opinion. It's obvious to uh, millions and millions of people across the world, not just here, that they have overreached and it's just a matter of time. And I just I just want to do as much as possible to push the. Uh, push the wood into the chipper shredder, if you know what I mean. So I'll, sure, sure. I'll leave it at that. Absolutely. So, Nick, your thoughts on this could be a setup for the big false flag they need to shift public opinion back to the eternal victims. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I, I was thinking that there's going to be – there has to be something like that. There has to be something – um, on par, almost on par with a 9-11 type thing. They need this. They need it bad. Maybe they need a world war, and, and they're already pretty close on that account anyway. Maybe that'll be the thing, because that's the thing, right? If they want to do a world war, they're not going to get the mobilization of the American military without some giant false flag type events, giant, oh, my God, America's been attacked again. And, of course, it will be the usual suspects, but they'll, of course, say, oh, it was the Russians, and, like, what is right made the point? You know, oh, we're getting hacked by Russians. Yeah, well, what it is, of course, is it's 8200 routing their IPs and whatever through Russia, right? So right. in the same sort of way, they'll be doing that sort of thing, and they'll say, oh, God, Russia nuked us. We better get in there with the full force of the American military. And on, on the way, because we're on the way, we better stop off in Israel and sort that out as well. The problem yeah, is, is not only is that evil and wrong and, and the usual evil we're all used to dealing with from these people, but it, it won't work. It won't work. Even if it was a good thing to do, it won't. We're not in any kind of position to be prosecuting a war right now. America right. is fucked financially. We are so yep. fucked. And they, they they, must know it. I mean, I was going to say they don't know it, but they must know it. That How can they possibly think that this is going to work? But I think they're desperate. And I, I don't think it's their desperation is necessarily so much from the noticing, so much as they're just overextended. The noticing is sort of a byproduct of that, but they're going to keep overextending. They they can only double down. They we, we know that the, the the Jew train doesn't back up. There's no backup mechanism. There's no real brakes either. They can slow it down, but they can't hit the brakes. So they have to keep going, and we know where this leads. I mean, it only goes one way, only goes one place. Great point. White is right. Your thoughts on uh, is this a setup? The 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 Cucker. Putin interview for this massive false flag that they desperately need to try and shift the public opinion back to the eternal victims. Well, they we know they gotta try and shut us up somehow. They gotta like uh, either pass laws or do something like that. And they, they of course they've always wanted their guns, so we'll probably see some more shootings. And uh, right, right. but uh, there's no there's no telling what they expect. But uh, as far as financially, man, they've gotten so good at kicking the damn can down the road. That uh, who knows how much longer it will take before we actually see bankruptcy and everything goes to hell. But that's about it. What, what a great point about um, running up such unpayable debt. Then, then that opens the door for central bank digital currency. Hey, uh, Goy, do you want to smoke more weed and stay at home and and play get your Apple Vision? That if you go to go to. Uh, uh, Central Bank Digital Currency, we'll throw one in for you so you can be be playing games all day in, in that new headset that uh, irradiates your uh, frontal lobe and irradiates your eyeballs. 
And so, uh, yeah, but you can do it. It's time, right? You want to just sit around and get get massively wasted all the time and and play games. I mean, they're always running like twenty psyops at once, and to me, that's the most dangerous one. Is giving that level of control where they know every every possible possible. Um, uh, uh, transaction that we're doing, uh, it can't be allowed to happen. But first, let's get Zach's thoughts. Uh, we didn't go to him yet as far as uh, uh, setting up a, 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 a beyond belief, massive false flag and blaming Russia. Yeah, I don't know if um, I don't know if maybe this this interview is the setup for that, but I could see them wanting to take that route. Uh, I have to agree with Nick's statement, though. Uh, we aren't capable of uh, of fighting that kind of a front. Uh, there's just not the the moral uh, the the morale rather uh, in this country for people to want to go fight and defend something. There's nothing here to defend, right? You, in order to to fight a war on a front, right? You have to have something that you wholeheartedly want to throw your life on the line for. And I have to be honest, I don't I don't see very many people uh, feeling comfortable throwing their life on the line for uh, the state of uh, for the. the the nation of America in the state that it's in today, I, I just don't see that happening. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't think uh, even if they do try that, I, I don't think that would be a very smart or beneficial move for them. I don't I don't see it happening. I think there would be a lot, a, a hell of a lot more uh, draft dodgers than there were back in Vietnam. I don't know if I agree. I think that, you know, people will come together because we have, what do we got here? We have McDonald's, uh, Panera Bread, Carl's Jr., there's a lot of stuff to defend here. You got Carl. Wait a second. You got Carl's Jr. Yeah, Taco Bell. Damn, well. I'm jealous, <laughs> man. Over here. Don't forget you 7-Eleven. Oh, Chick we got Chick Fil A, but Carl's Jr. I miss that. Yeah. Yeah, I just got a big screen TV for half off. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we've reached the top of the hour, and this is the perfect triangle on Speak for Your Radio Rumble Odyssey. Goyam TV, Facebook, can't believe I haven't been kicked off of that yet, and Twitter. And since we have reached the top of the hour, this is a good time to let everybody do a little bit of self-promotion, starting out with uh, Dave and the Money Tree Publishing and your other imprints. Tell everybody how, how they can go and uh, uh, get um, these excellent books that are scrolling across the screen and videos. Yes, how much time do I have? Take what you need. Okay, I'll read a letter, okay? I just got it today, and we send uh, we send books sometimes to prisoners, and obviously for free. Uh, we get letters from prisoners, and this is a letter from uh, a prisoner um, in Texas. <clears throat> I sent him. The Myth of German Villainy, I guess, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Dave Gahari and Money Tree Publishing. The Myth of German Villainy by Benton L. Bradbury is one of the most touching books I've ever read. It dwarfs behind communism by Frank Britton considerably the 1950s classic of the horrors of the Jewish Bolshevik communist slaughter of tens of millions of white Christian Russians. It's a difficult book if one has German blood 
and has experienced the honor of spending five years in Germany as a child. No finer people ever walked this earth. The only thing that can or would ever cause these folk, my folk, to fight like that would be to protect themselves from the horror of Jewish Bolshevik scum. And when we, the USA, hitched a wagon with that murdering scum to become a superpower, we sealed our fate and cut a deal with the devil and his children. So as the nation falls, good riddance. I hope I die in Europe, Dave, not here. I have become so ashamed of this nation, words cannot tell you. And I am a patriotic man, sir. The book both woke me back up and truly hurt my heart. It is a warning and a wake-up call for us all. Your work is God's work. I pray you will grow and prosper greatly. The fine books you publish need publishing. The myth of German villainy is second to none as a warning to the folks that do not fully comprehend the danger of the children of Satan and their stooges. A more bloodthirsty gang of monsters never walked the face of the earth. I literally am convinced that these are Satan's offspring, and they have only one purpose, the complete destruction of our kindred and every memory of our God. Thank you, sir, for allowing me to read this book and making it available. It took a lot of courage to tell the truth like that. A truth I have known in my heart since I was a child in Germany, and my father was a poor man from Kentucky who joined the U.S. Air Force to escape poverty. The Germans were and are fine people. I am ashamed of the lies we have spread about them and the sorrow our military visited on them. Your friend and his name. So this is what books can do. They're wonderful. They're sad. They're happy. Uh, they're informative. So that was an actual letter that was written on February 9th. Today's, what, the 16th? Uh, so a week ago. And it was postmarked on the 13th. And I love hearing stuff like that. We get a lot of emails that say similar things. Uh, we get a lot of phone calls, same thing. So, yes, books are important, and that's what we do. And I think that letter illustrates much better any promotion I would have said for, in this case, Money Tree Publishing. That's excellent, Dave. And I can share awesome. that last night I was having a conversation with a member of our family who just placed a, a multi-book order and is reading Reed Sainsbury's book and, and is going to order a couple extras because uh, this this individual 
has uh, is retired State Department diplomat and is stunned that uh, she's discovering the real truths. And she's also ordered uh, the the myth of German villainy, ordered the six million factor fiction, and and several others. And she's taking it with her when she goes down to see the um, the eclipse in April and is going to give some of your books as gifts. So. It is, it is slowly uh, working, like water will seep into cracks and find its way. It's pretty cool that people who, you know, never, never would have considered uh, looking into revisionist history, which is the truth, are now doing so. So hats off to you, Dave. That's great. All right, so let's get the next. Uh, oh, I heard from Flood. He's got some real world issues, so he may or may not be able to join us, but... So let's go now, Nick, Night Nation Review, man. You are just rocking it at night, and uh, the numbers you get are just very impressive. So tell everybody how they can follow you and see your shows. Sure. Uh, I'm on Odyssey and Rumble and DLive and Kick, a few others. But um, you can also hear me on Speak for Your Radio on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we're on from 10 to 2 on the East Coast time. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. And next, White is Right, you've got an awesome, awesome page at Odyssey, and you do, you're, 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 you're getting to rival Flood in your deep fake skills, and you put up a lot of content, so tell everybody how they can follow you. <laughs> He's Harold now. He, let's, he, uh, you're muted, White is Right. I can't unmute you. you got to do it yourself. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, but uh, uh, me and uh, well, we still shit from each other, man. Uh, I steal more shit from him than he does from me, but uh, I don't really promote <laughs> myself. So uh, I just give uh, people around tonight, around uh, 11 p.m., uh, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Harold Rosenthal will be going live on, on his channel, and uh, he needs support, and he keeps all the tips. So uh, go over there and uh, say hey in the chat. But, uh, man, if not, then of course you got Night Nation. There you go. There you go. And finally, my uh, uh, brilliant young co's Zach, tell everybody how they can follow you on Logos Reveal. Yeah, my, my work is uh, on Odyssey is kind of where the, the main body of my work is. That's where everything uh, gets live streamed, and that's where you can kind of catch me in the act, I guess, so to speak. Uh, and then I, I use Gab to uh, kind of spread my message and kind of keep people connected all together. Um, so you can you can also find me there. Everything is just at Logos Revealed. Um, I'm on Twitter and BitChute as well, but I don't really promote those platforms as much. They're a little less uh, uh, spicy, I guess. There you go. All right, so we've come to the time of of the show. Now we're into hour two. We're give everybody a chance to to uh, same order, starting with Paul. Um, uh, bring up a topic that you would like to discuss. So, Paul, what is it that you would like to get the uh, discussion going with the panel? Um, you know, I wanted to comment briefly on the letter that Dave uh, read, which it was quite um, moving, actually. Yeah. And it just kind of reminds me to, I don't know, to remind everybody that the the obviousness of this uh, gentleman's situation, he's got a, a good mind and a heart and a soul, but unfortunately, he's now encased in concrete and steel. And I, I don't know what he did to get there, but uh, he is uh, he's, uh, imprisoned by a Jewish system. 
that we all should set in our minds to completely dismantle and destroy. I mean, that's the only thing that I think about uh, on a regular on a regular basis. Anyway, having said that, as Giuseppe knows, I'm I'm uh, running for president on the imaginary ticket, <laughs> and uh, I would uh, I would not worry about the impeachment of Mayorkas. Impeachment is for pansies. I would bring back impalement. So my. <laughs> My, my, my administration would be the impalement administration as well as the severed heads on pikes at the Mexican border. So for the, uh, for the moment, I'll pass it on to uh, other people that want to have a topic that we can discuss. So then we'll go to Dave. Dave, do you have anything you'd like to bring up and discuss with the panel? Let me think about it. All right, think about it, Dave. Hey, I've looked into these programs for programs, and uh, man, I think the Jew uh, just uh, they blew that way out of proportion. That was nothing more than just like uh, them being humiliated on the street and uh, made fun of. What interesting? Which ones? Just uh, a lot of them. I mean, I looked to see what like what happened during them. I mean, I don't really see anything violent happening to the Jews. It just seems like they were just uh, like like they would cut their hair, shave their head, or just like uh, do little things like that to them to humiliate them. Well, they made them clean up the sidewalks in yeah. Germany, right? Oh, they, yeah, they, no. and of course, they never forgot that, right? But they act like, you know, oh, they were being gassed and shit. You know, it's like, come on now. Yeah, yeah well, it's disgusting. You, you mentioned earlier in the show, though, something about, uh, and that was one of those uh, portions that kind of cut out for me, but about some incident in 1300 and something where 1349, they were. 1349 is when yeah. uh, they got some Jews to confess to. Uh, Poisoning the waterways and the wells. And this I've was where? I put up a video on my channel uh, this morning. You got like a bunch of confessions from Jews. And uh, yeah, they're just, uh, just that's what it took to wake everybody up. They just, just I mean, they just went through the Jews, man. They just, everyone they could find, they drug out and they burned every damn one of them. Wow. That's a shame. And what, when that what, happens. What year was this? I mean, yeah, 1349. Okay. And, and you're in Europe somewhere? Yeah, Europe, all over Europe. Ireland, oh. everywhere, everywhere. Oh, oh, no kidding! So it was multi-location. Yeah, they uh, they would send out, uh, I guess, messages <laughs> to each other, and uh, you know, hey, had we found some uh, poison in our well, whatever. Have you guys found anything? And they'd be like, oh yeah, we looked in ours, and we found some poison, and blah 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 blah. And yeah, it's real interesting. Where where did you come across this information? Where did you first um, discover? I'll put a, I'll, I don't know if you can. I'll put a link of the, the video I got out in, in the chat here. If, uh, yeah, please, you, please, yeah, you know, do that. Didn't they uh, do the Black Plague by dumping like rotting rats in the wells or something? They said they uh, like uh, snakes and uh, like spiders and stuff like that. And uh, but then there was some other word I can't pronounce right now that some other chemical they had they used, but it's like a black or red powder, and they put it in leather bags, and then they would like stuff it up underneath the rock, and uh, they would say, "Don't drink from that for nine days, or until like wait nine days before you drink from that source again." So, but. Uh, they got did get some Christians to actually help them do it, you know. Uh, I guess they paid them off and stuff, but uh, they kept it real secret. Wow. Yeah, there was a there was one case. Uh, I don't remember the exact name of the case. Uh, I'd have to to pull it up, but uh, a a Jew went on trial, um, and key he was not tortured because back then they used to torture people for confessions. So it's hard to tell if the confession is necessarily true or not. He was not tortured, okay, and he confessed. 
that his uh, local rabbi gave him and several other people, uh, as White is Right said, this this pouch of, uh, of black powder um, and told them to go disperse it into wells and rivers across town. So he gave, uh, this rabbi gave it to several people and essentially scattered them around and, and had them poison several locations. Uh, and this, that was admitted without torture. Yeah, they put him on the wheel, too, if they didn't burn him. Got to do what yeah. you got to do. Well, that, you know, was, that, that was a good burning one. Burning Jews for six days. There's so many of them in your town. Too bad it wasn't six, six million days. days. <laughs> but they'll make it sound like this is such an egregious, horrible thing in which this horrible thing was done to them for no reason at all. The thing about it is, though, if you think about what they're talking about, I mean, they poisoned how many white Europeans? They said many, like I mean, one in ten people were left over. That was all that was left. Yeah, see, you're talking about like at the time, almost probably almost a million people, maybe hundreds of thousands of people in in, in a world where there's maybe you know I don't know how many millions of people on the whole planet. Not not even you know that many. Probably not even a hundred million or five hundred million on the whole planet. So you're you're talking about they did a they did a, a genocidal thing. So for them to be punished in such a way is probably not all that excessive but they just now did the same thing with the vaccine man you know what i'm saying yes exactly exactly what the fuck man yeah they form they form corporations they get a hold of the money they form corporations they all join each other with interlocking boards of directorates they intermarry with their families consolidate power and then they fuck you over in every way possible this is their this is their history so no no mercy i'm sorry so hats off to Nick. He found this little tidbit about Stu Peters. Just shared it with me. So supposedly it's the real Stu Peters with the blue check mark on uh, Twitter, and and Stu said, "I'd rather die than sell out the Jews." It's hard to really, Stu. Wow. Fourteen eighty-eight. So <laughs> that's right. He uh, he got kicked off Mike Lindell's uh, network uh, for I guess being too hard on uh, the the vaccine and on Trump about. Uh, Operation Warp Speed. They kicked him off Mike Lindell's network. You left. You left. You left the word two off of that quote, Giuseppe. Sell out to the Jews. So that's important, <laughs> I guess. Oh, oh, my bad. I totally misread that. I, I, I have a Stu Peters bias. I get. Yeah, you're right. I'd rather die than sell out to, to the, the Jews. Jews. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, my bad. Okay. okay. So Stu is. Uh, Stu is based. He's an honor. He changed he's his an, name to Stu so, base. So maybe honor. he's going to die soon. I don't know. Well, for the, for the moment, he's an honorary German, so. There you go. Um, thanks for quali- clarifying that. I totally missed that. I, I My own bias. There's something about this guy I just don't like. And uh, so uh, I just exposed the bias. All right, thanks. No worries. Okay, so let's go back to here. And um, okay, so we're going down the list. Where did we leave off? I think we uh, I, I did. Nick. I didn't. Uh, I didn't come up with something to discuss because White is right. Just took over. I'm like, sorry, it man. It was his spot. He just took over, and that was it. I was done. Uh, Dave, the young guys, their 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 minds work so fast. Tired of these young guys. You You're right. That's what it is. I guess I would right no. Now. It was a great great topic um it's very yeah, important it really. obviously yeah. i would just the thing that's standing out to me lately is the and i haven't sadly i haven't been able to spend a lot of time on it um i'm in the process of working on a book on charlottesville uh that jason kessler is writing so 
uh, I'm doing the uh, copy editing on it. And it's a great book because this story has never been told from, you know, the person who was primarily responsible for Charlottesville. And unfortunately, there's so few people who are aware of the significance of Charlottesville and the fact right. that uh, Big Jew, let's call it Big Jew, Big Jew, which is uh, these uh, these demons here in this country and the demons in uh, Israel, uh, literally joined forces to exploit uh Charlottesville, and of course, the reason that Charlottesville got any attention at all was due to the fact that the Charlottesville Police Department did not do their jobs. If they would have simply separated the protesters from the counter-protesters or the good guys from the Antifa filth, then Charlottesville would have, wouldn't have been more than a, a blip on the evening news. But because they didn't do that, they actually funneled the good guys into the bad guys, and they they took a you know they took a chance that and they were right uh, that um, nobody's going to really investigate it and they don't. I mean, the Hefe report, two hundred I think twenty pages, which I read in full and analyzed it and highlighted it. The Hefe report points out clearly that it was the Antifa scum who created all the problems that day. Right. In fact, Kessler didn't even get a chance to speak. But because so few folks read and they're not really aware of anything, uh, they were able to pull this off and pull these these patriots into, into court. And they're still to this day going after them for holding the Tiki torches on August 11th of 2017. So it's all Jews behind the attack on free speech. In fact, the title of Kessler's book is Charlottesville and the Death of Free Speech. And it's accurate. I've, I've asked him for years to, to do a book, and he finally did. And it's, it's so, so significant um, about what happened in Charlottesville. I just wish that everyone, including those in our realm, understand and understood the significance of this event and how the Jew, big Jew, is using it to sever our vocal cords and rewrite our history. Uh, so that's something that's on my mind. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to uh, add anything to Charlottesville. Oh, I'd like to jump in with uh, it, it, it was the Jews and their and the rectum licking cucks like uh, Terry McAuliffe who was installed as governor and he is a a, a, a a puppet of Hillary Clinton and the whole Soros globalist thing. So they had it set up from the highest levels of power to draw in a lot of good people. And I know I I'd be curious to hear what uh, White is Right and Nick and, and Zach have to say, because they know some guys at the street level, not the uh, posers like that clown uh, Richard whatever, I can't even think of his name is, who who was like a, a you know trying to hog the spotlight. Spencer? And, but Spencer, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a cuck. And, uh, and um, so, yeah, well, Dave, that is a great point. Everybody, 
ignores that, but you have every right. They got the proper permits. They have every right if they want to go march with tiki torches. There's nothing wrong with that. And these vile kikes are trying to act like uh, they were trying to set Jews on fire or something. So uh, l- the young guy, well, everybody's w- w- open to their, well, if you got any insights. Well, especially state troopers die in a chopper crash or some shit like that? And it's like weird. Like Capitol, did right, yeah. Yeah, Capitol yeah. police officers die afterwards, and man, it's just it's real weird, man. People need to be careful, I guess. That's a, that's a very questionable chopper crash. I've I've looked into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Nick, do you have any? You, well, you, you know a lot of people. Any insights into what went on there? Sure. I I wasn't there, so I should say that first. So my my insights are all retrospective and secondhand. But uh, I, I will say. They, uh, the the biggest thing they, of course, make a thing out of is poor Heather Heyer, oh, Evey, right? But here's right. the thing about Heather Heyer and that whole thing, right? First of all, it's some people suspect that she wasn't even hit by the car, that she basically died of a heart attack because she was overweight. Right. It was 100 degrees in the hot Virginia sun, and she was exactly. a smoker, and she was heavy scared. Smoker. Yeah. Heavy smoker. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the first suspicion there. Second of all, the car the car wreck of uh, James Fields and itself supposedly there's a guy named Dwayne Dixon <clears throat> who is this Antifa professor in air quotes that uh, basically pointed an AR rifle at James Fields in the car and that's what triggered this whole thing in the first place he hit the gas because he was about to get popped in the head by some f- Antifa faggot that wanted to murder him so he did what probably most sensible people would do in that situation just so unlucky for him that there tended to be a lot of diversity and Antifa garbage and other various humanoids in the pathway of this vehicle. But I don't know that I would have done differently had that been, I've been pointed a rifle at my face by some anarchist terrorist. Well, if I, if I can point out though, I'm sure Giuseppe is familiar with Jim Fetzer's work on this. um, And he's not the only one that has pointed this out. In fact, uh, Miles Mathis did a paper on Charlottesville as well. And there's just so much fraud and fakery. You you cannot exactly you can't you cannot accept as true pretty much any element. There may be some individual elements of the entire narrative that are true, but as a whole, it's completely questionable. And especially the part about James Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, one of the things that Mathis has made you know his bones on all these years is looking up people in databases for the match. In other words, the ma- <clears throat> the match with the name, the age, the 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 location and and the other things. So in other words, you go on the internet and the databases will mostly have you uh, correctly. Okay. There might be a little bit off here and there, but as a rule, you're going to be correctly listed in all the databases and all these false flag operations, all these staged ops, these hoaxes, there's always a problem with the named perpetrators and or the named victims having a real authentic presence in these internet databases. And so, for example, that's the same thing with James Fields. And as Jim Fetzer did over and over many shows on this, that they used two different cars. And in one of the takes, and that's what they did, it was theatrical production. One of the takes was clearly a different driver, not James Fields. So, so what is real and what is not in this world? Um, mm. you know, and in the end, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard position to take, but we can't really pay any attention to most news events, unfortunately. Absolutely. You know, right. cause it's, yeah. I mean, and we have to do what it is we're doing in our, you know, in our world, you know, our own lives. And of course, in, in any activism that, you know, we may or may not take part in, 
but these big, large events that are going to be in many cases covered by the news media and that are going to have, for example, uh, a law enforcement presence, uh, law enforcement uh, uh, observation or even orchestration, you just have to stay the hell away from them. Uh, you know, the only the only problem that I have with January 6th is they didn't do anything. OK, no politicians died. OK, and, <laughs> you know, other, that's like the same problem I had with the Canadian trucker convoy. Right. They didn't do anything if they went and they ran over some politicians with their trucks and they would accomplish something. But in the end, we just have to avoid, if all possible, all of these large uh, productions that don't have a very specific aim or goal in mind. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's the situation we're in. Great point, great point. Uh, let's see, I think we still needed to uh, give Nick a chance. Was there anything you, you wanted to bring up and discuss with the panel, Nick? Oh, uh, so do you guys uh, hear about this? So the largest uh, donor of APEC, American Israel Political Action Committee, is a guy named Lee uh, uh, Leonid Radvinsky. Now, he uh, is the largest donor. He pledged $11 million, and he is the owner of OnlyFans. He is a Jewish cyber pimp who has ruined the honor of countless white women for right. dollars, a few dollars. Most of them are baited into participating in this, selling images, body, and or sex acts. For, they're told they're going to be millionaires. They're shown examples of these quasi-famous or extremely attractive women who end up, you know, paying off their mortgage and this kind of stuff with it. So this is what they're led to believe is going to happen. What actually happens for most of them is that they get about $300 a month. And now those images and videos are permanent of them showing off their sexual whatever. And now they're basically ruined for being, uh, you know, honorable mothers and wives for young men and children because like think about this if you have a a, a kid with one of these ladies and your kid goes to school what are all his <laughs> friends going to say exactly. i saw your mommy's pussy on the internet ha 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 i mean come on this, that's going to be torturous <laughs> and ridiculous that this is this is destruction of our people exactly. and this international cyber pimp is now funding this subversive fifth column organization in our government impalement impalement and then death by firing squad that's what. <laughs> yeah, double up. This is a this is a really interesting topic, um, especially when we look at OnlyFans. I actually this came up in conversation uh, last week when I or maybe two weeks ago when I was on with Dave and, and G Man. Uh, so Nick, I don't know if you know this or not. OnlyFans was not a porn site at first until that Jew mm-hmm. took control of it. It was actually created by a goy, and it wasn't meant for porn. And then this Jew became a, a majority owner, uh, basically took over the company, and then it became a porn site. Um, but mm. the fact that you don't see any uh, normal people in the normie sphere, right, that aren't uh, that are even concerned by something like this, uh, the implications of what something like this can do, we, we have no precedent for this, right? This is mass mm-hmm. scale women choosing to sell their body. And, and instead of like, you know, um, back in the day, right, there was there's always been prostitution. That's always been an, an issue. Uh, but this is something that's um, a hard thing for a woman to get into prostitution, right? You have to know the right people. Mm-hmm. You have to be connected in certain things. OnlyFans, now any woman can just do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they see their friends doing it at school, in college, right? They see their girlfriends doing it. They, they Oh, my sister does it. Why don't I try it, right? She makes decent money. 
like it's just like an extra paycheck. They don't think anything of it. They're degenerating themselves morally, yep. right? And there's also now we have to look at how many of these women, if, if especially if they become, let's say they, they be, are able to do this full time, right? And this is a, a career. I hate using that word because this is not work. They're not doing anything of, of value. Um, but let's say they do this as a career. These women are never going to be inclined to have a husband or reproduce mm-hmm. and have children. There is no inclination towards that. And no man, no man of value will want to be inclined to have a child with this person. So this is going to destroy reproduction rates, right? Uh, that, that's something that I think is um, well overlooked is what something like that will do. Because this is just this generation now is where this really takes precedence. And mm-hmm. we'll see what, what, what kind of... Uh, uh, backlash this has, but I think that there's going to be some some serious problems that come from this. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely right, Zach. Would you want to marry and have kids with a woman that had an OnlyFans account in her past? I wouldn't. No, especially no, no not chance. one that you, you you can physically uh, look back and, and watch them uh, have intimacy with many many different men. Uh, no, there, there's no way. Uh, no 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 valuable man could ever take that seriously. So, I mean, they might get some sleaze bag, and then what, what's happening is they're, they're now going to breed uh, more dysgenic, um, low-IQ children that are part of the problem. Exactly. Exactly. Just, and, and, and additionally, you're right. Nice, what, what, just can't have nice things. Exactly. What, what number attack on our reproduction is this by the Jew? <laughs> exactly. You, you know what's even worse is I don't know if you guys have ever gone on to Reddit but uh, someone pointed out to me, and I was like, e- e- "There's rampant porn on Reddit." So I, I did took five minutes to do a couple searches, and there is rampant amateur porn. These people aren't even making money, and you've got uh, um, uh, a, a man and a woman, and the woman's girlfriend or the yes. the wife and two dudes. I mean, and all these young women are doing the the this. Uh, breast drop where they they do a little dance and then they 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 uh, lift up their top to show their their titties and it's everywhere man and, and no well a perfect example is what look what happened when youtube went full jew i mean back in the day youtube was not so uh you know what's what's the word i'm, I'm thinking of salacious right with all their ads and and the kind of stuff that they they try to get you to click on right and it's they ruin everything. I'm, you know, God, I feel like just a stupid broken record here, but you just cannot have them in your society, period, end of story. It's just so disgusting. And, of course, they planned all this. Everything that they do is designed to do exactly what the effects are, right, such as uh, uh, decrease the, uh, you know, the rates of marriage and staying together, of having children, all that stuff. And I mentioned on another show one time I had recently watched a series of videos with these female uh actresses that were no longer in porn and you know i I don't i didn't hate them or despise them in some cases i felt sorry we're talking about what life was like during and now what life is like after and they all regret it they all regret it and it's like we have to i've said before we have to own our women you know and i sort of really do believe that in many ways but we certainly have to protect them and we have to regard them as as our own separate from quote owning them but we have to regard them as hey they are white man's uh care 
you know, property is a strong word, but you know what I'm saying. We have what's going on. Of course, is hideous. Giuseppe and I are of a similar age, and we grew up in a in the same time period. And the idea that these elementary school kids can have access to porn on a smartphone yeah. is hideous to me. And I think a good starting point for a boot of society, certainly under my uh, imaginary administration, would be: What would Hitler think of this? Okay, that's the guideline, right? What would Hitler think of this? What would be right. his policy? Boom, that's it. That's how you make a society. Oh, they'd all be straight to the camp on that one. They, it, yep. It's global neo-Weimar is what we got here, gentlemen. So true. Hey, I found a good picture. Hopefully there's there's six million of these young men. Uh, 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 actual active, uh, uh, I did not join the U.S. Army to die for the happy merchant. There's a dude... Uh, Who's uh, who's uh, I'm not sure what branch of the military. I think that's army. But 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 and, uh, but good. I'm sorry. What? Never mind. <laughs> and uh, um, but we need six million of those guys to come out, come to our side, and then we I don't know if that's them. authentic because it looks like he's got you know navy, uh, army stuff on there. I could be wrong, but. Uh-huh. It's all good, though, because it's the power of the meme. People are going to be focusing on the meme. The words above it, you know, are, are important, but this is the power of, of meme, you know, what some people yeah. have called memetic warfare. But either way, it's there you it, go. It's all good. All right. So uh, White is Right. Was there anything you'd like to bring up to discuss with the panel? Uh, no, I just uh, mind Paul. I put another link to uh, Black Death. Uh, it actually shows a map of uh, – where uh, I guess to, where where Black Death was, and uh, man, it's got an outline of Poland's uh, the country, the line or whatever of the country. It's where uh, I mean, it pretty much shows that Poland was not affected one bit. It was affected all around it, but for some reason, Poland was not hit with the, the Black Death. And you got to think of the catacombs, all the people up underneath the streets where they got them. Uh, there's so many bodies up underneath there. So many people died. But I just uh, made them aware. I put another. Thanks. No, I, I see it. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. And I put that video link in all the chat rooms that are associated with this show. So that is a great video. And I uh, hope everybody checks it out. All right, Zach, you got any topics you'd like to bring up for the panel to discuss? No, nothing to uh, specifically discuss. I mean, it, it could turn into discussion, but uh, I, I just want to express my my satisfaction with uh, the, the, the way I've been seeing the public reacting to what is happening. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter uh, start to post uh, Hitler clips, um, you know, so, sometimes ironically, sometimes unironically. Uh, a lot of people are throwing sarcastic titles on them to get them less censored by the algorithm. Uh, but the comments, uh, I've been seeing a lot of people saying things along the lines of, Wow, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Hitler, right? Or, or whoa, I didn't, I, I, I can't believe Hit, what, what Hitler's saying sounds so true today, right? Uh, and these are people that never heard him before, never got to hear his words. Uh, they were only given this system-prescribed uh, definition of what Hitler was, and um, it's nice to see people breaking that mental barrier. Once that mental barrier breaks, I think that's um, uh, between that and the Holocaust, right? Uh, and they're they're one in the same, right? Because once you realize that Hitler was a great man, you realize he he would he didn't have the the uh, power in him, or not power, but uh, but this uh, demonic energy in him to do something like the Holocaust. He wasn't capable of doing that. I, I don't think his uh, his heart was capable of doing something like that. So when you, when you come to that realization, you you 
realize all of this is is nonsense uh this is kind of the dam that breaks right and once people realize hitler wasn't evil the inevitable result that will come from that is people will realize then the jew must be that that's just the way it is right because we're experiencing what hitler experienced and if he wasn't evil to fix that then he wasn't evil in in his actions and words against the jew and and the inevitable conclusion will have to be that, that people realize the Jew is evil. Wow, great points. Anybody have any thoughts to want to tackle that one? No, I'll, I'll kind of uh, amplify that in that if they realize that that's not actually what happened, then they have to realize at the same time that it came from the mind of someone. Whose mind did it come from? Well, obviously it had to come from the mind of the Jews. And then you have to figure out that it will only occur to them after that, okay, this is weird like sci-fi shtetl fiction from a bunch of shtetl jews trying to find out or trying to imagine and conjure up the most horrific possible victim narrative that they can actually make i saw a quote the other day at least it was a it was a meme of a quote saying that they were writing all of this stuff all this this fictional oh god we were gassed a jillion times and all this they were doing this in the camps while they were still in the camps they were starting to craft the their victim claim in the camps so I, I think after they after more people, or let's call it the masses, or at least a lot of people realize that this is all bullshit, there goes the credibility. I mean, largely the, the victim card that they've clinged on to for 80 years, that's really eroded. There ain't much left to that card. So if that goes and then the other all the other lies of this go with it, they don't have anything to hide behind. Now they're gonna have to own all the crap that they do. It'll be very interesting to see. I think that's gonna be a breaking point. Good point, Nick. I also want to um, put an encouragement out there as well, uh, specifically to people that are uh, making memes, uh, making content, uh, spreading this message, right? Because we have many, many people doing this. Uh, some are some are behind the scenes, some are out in the public, right? But there's a lot of people now that are pushing this message. Um, we have a, a, a lot of people that are specifically on places like uh, Gab or GTV, uh, I hate the word, but like echo chambers, right? I, I, I hate that word. Um, but essentially what they're what they're doing is when they stay on these platforms and they only use these platforms because we're comfortable here and we know that, you know, we're, we're among like-minded people, uh, we're in that echo chamber now, right? And we're, we're only preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I think we need to, because people are starting to recognize, oh, wait, whoa, I, I agree with Hitler here. This is where we need to be striking. We need to be out in those... Um, more mainstream platforms talking to the the people that haven't heard these concepts yet and bringing them the message right uh we have to essentially kind of uh take the initiative and and go on the offensive here uh in this information war that we're experiencing uh so i think um i just want to encourage people to to get on these mainstream platforms a little more as much as twitter is is censoring our guys and banning us all the time uh if we can be as strategic as possible keep pushing that message in, in any way that we can. It's really important to, that we reach those people who are in that stage of, oh, wow, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Hitler here on, on this speech. Uh, those are the people we need to reach right now and get them all the way. Agree. That's a great point. That leads uh, to my next topic, which is, the the to me, the vile Jew is overextended in so many ways, the Jubonic Jew jab and the uh, uh, 
experimentation to depopulate uh, these two wars for Jews, the the Ukraine color revolution that began in 2014, and now this insane, barbaric, subhuman, evil uh, uh, wiping out of the native Palestinians in the Gaza sector. And but to me, if ever there was a time to go full on against the lies of the Holocaust, with Dave's uh, just come out with that awesome. Uh, uh, is it the eighth edition, Dave, of uh, Peter Peter Winter's new book, The Six Million? But it is so good, yeah. and there it is. Let me yes. put it on the screen right now. And to, if we can, you know, the, the 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 nonsense, the evil of that traitorous German judge who told Ernst Zundel that the truth is not a defense. The truth is the only defense, and it's just absurd to me that these cowards in, installed in positions like that judge don't honor the truth. I mean, we've witnessed it so much in the last few years, how the great Fetzer was railroaded in Wisconsin when he had every right to uh, to use the truth as a defense in the First Amendment and his status as a journalist. But the Jew tried to make, and is making an example of him. And so so let's go, let's start with Paul and then go down the line. Uh, I see, think there's a real opportunity to uh, uh, expose the Holocaust for the phony kike lies that it is your thoughts paul and then we'll go down the line well well sure i mean that all needs to be done um but again as i've often said you know all this talk about free speech or justice is all just it's another way of saying that we're not in power in other words the 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 absurd idea that the truth is not a defense uh, what he's leaving off of course is the truth is not a defense in our world which we control you know it's sort of like right. yeah, yeah. what used to be said about the the so-called immigration debate debate where they would say that doing the jobs americans want won't do as my brother used to correct me back in the 90s where he'd say doing the jobs americans won't do comma at the prevailing wage and of course why are wages being suppressed you know just you could go down so many rows with this idea in mind is that no matter what the, the main goal that we have to think about, sure, winning hearts, winning minds, you know, converting people, getting them uh, awake is all part of the process of taking power. But the fact of the matter is, is we have to take power. And it's not, unfortunately, in my opinion, I used to say, unfortunately, we have to take power over their dead bodies. I don't think it's unfortunate, but that is right. that's a reality of the situation, because as I've said over and over, these people are not going anywhere. The fact that they are uh, judges, that they're mayors, that they're politicians. Uh, that they own everything and oh, I think he dropped out again. Dave, your thoughts yeah. on uh, the Holocaust is an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I was wondering what the topic was, but yeah, I think it was a Holocaust. I think it's going down. You know, a lot of a lot of folks try to uh, or try, continue to try to use the Hola hoax as the tool that's going to dismantle uh, you know, the, these, this organism from our world. Some people, you know, thought the USS Liberty was what, I was in that camp, was what could be used along with the whole hoax. Um, yes, I, I think it's going to work. And I just got this, again, I just got this in the mail today from my friend Germar Rudolph. Uh, you, you're going to get one too, G. Uh, you could see how thick it is. Uh, this is a hardcover Holocaust encyclopedia. Um, oh, look at that! Yeah, there and it's is. it's huge. Wow. Okay, it's like Holy a phone crap. book. It's it's monstrous. So, um, 
you know, there it is next to me, right next to the microphone. It's big, and this one is uh, is the color edition. Oh, and nice. there and there's um, uh, a great guy there, Himmler. Uh, so yes, um, the fact that uh, this book is out and Germar, uh put it out so really so quickly, um, Man, and it addresses nice. every topic uh, about this. Anybody folks. take that into your shitter? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, that I think You'll it is pop quite a roid if you yeah. take that in the shitter. I think it is holocaustencyclopedia.com. I think, um, you know, Garamar, you know, similar to what we do, uh, the idea is to get the word out, uh, get the message out, and uh, he's been persecuted greatly for it. So, yes, and, and the this damn thing is heavy, too. Uh, let me just see how many pages it is. All right. There it is. That's the Holocaust Encyclopedia dot com. There. Yes. So so it's six hundred and thirty four pages. It's huge and heavy, like I said. So yes, I think I think the time is right. The hoax is going down, um, and and all of them are going down. I just want to make a quick comment about Charlottesville. Uh, The importance about Charlottesville is that it's not whether there were inconsistencies in it because there were and there's inconsistencies in everything whether or not it was really james fields it was some other guy it wasn't the car uh whether heather Heyer died from being you know from blunt force trauma or whether she died from a heart attack um the reality is that the big jew is using charlottesville to take away all of our rights to take away all of our freedom to gather speech. It scared the shit out of these guys. They're all fighting with each other because this filth, this Jew and Israeli filth came in, filed lawsuits, that nasty lesbian dyke, uh, Roberta Kaplan, who was the one who took down Doma. She's right. the one who spearheaded this. They they talked about it in their fucking synagogues. Yeah. They're They're gloating over it what they're doing to us and i don't give a shit if james field wasn't james fields that has nothing to do with it the only thing that matters is the jew is coming after us they're using charlottesville to come after us and everybody needs to know how they're doing that because if we're going to fight them we got to fight them smart and i'm glad paul is bringing it up he said something like he sounds like a broken record i'm glad you're saying it paul you got to keep saying it over and over and over again and that's what duke says a lot of times because he repeats a lot of shit you got to and like zach said and nick said and white is right said and you said we all said we're going out to new audiences we got to be prepared to repeat this shit over and over again you want to sound like a one-track record good sound like it because they're out there they got to hear what we got to say and guess what we don't got to change the way we do anything right here they're going to be tuning into us they're going to want to hear us when they realize Stu peters is a joke they're going to come here and they're going to be like yeah i want to hang out with these guys hear what they're saying and if we build it they will come and we're doing it and they're coming right on 
And I think there's no more underlying bold exclamation point to your excellent statement, Dave, than uh, to read this quote from uh, Brother Martin Luther, who spent 40 years trying to convert the Jews to Christianity, and then finally in 1526 wrote on the Jews and their lies, and this is Brother Martin Luther's open quote, first, their synagogue should be set on fire. Jewish prayer books should be destroyed and rabbis forbidden to preach. The homes of Jews should likewise be smashed and destroyed and their residents put under one roof or in a stable like gypsies to teach them they are not master in our land. And I can't can't argue with that. Time has come to uh, take back our countries, and it's just unbelievable. And uh, leads me to my final question, which can be combined since we've got about uh, seven minutes left, and th- I want to thank all of you so much. I just really enjoy these discussions because you know we've got generational insights, and and we all see what's going on. But sadly, most American whites and European whites don't, and it's just heartbreaking to see these dipshits who, oh, you're an anti-Semite, Giuseppe. It's like really, really, you're a white person. It's sad that your testicles never dropped. And so the um, anyway, so combine what can we do that we're not already doing or how can we improve to wake our white brothers and sisters up? Because we need them to wake up yesterday. So let's start with Paul and go down the line and and merge that into your final statement as well, Paul. I think Paul dropped out. Oh, he's gone. No, no. They they they, uh, the the uh, uh, the Jew has gotten Paul. Stay strong, brother. So, all right, let's go to Dave then. Dave, yeah, final yeah. Thoughts. I think probably what we could do that we're not doing is to pay less less attention to the Stu Peters types and more attention to the people in our own stable. So there's so much infighting in this, you know, group of truth yeah. tellers. I mean, a lot of people say movement, this, you know, it's really truth tellers. You know, it's a certain type of person who is disgusted by phonies, disgusted by lies, disgusted by right. something that's staged. There were people who are insulted by it, who just want the truth. That's why we're here. We got to get it out of our systems. And that's the way it is. Right. So, and that's why we do it for nothing. So yep. I think what we need to do is... Um, Although and, we welcome donations. <laughs> yeah. Shackles. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think what we need to do is, uh, and, this is and this comes with time, right, uh, is to recognize uh, who is authentic, who is on our side, who doesn't give right. a shit about the commercial aspects of it, who doesn't care about the fame aspects of it, who's um, honest, uh, who's real, and meet with them online, in person, hang out with them, see if you could do stuff with them, work together. Much like what you're doing here, Giuseppe, you were the one who put this all together. You reached out to these younger guys, you reached across that generational divide, and you brought them all together. That's a, that's actually a very significant step to take, and you did it. So I think we could all do better uh, with that. I'm not going to reach out to Stu Peters, all right? That's not what I'm <laughs> saying. But uh, I think that the, the people who are real, you could tell. Trust your instinct who the real people are. 
and stay away from the phonies. That's it. That's awesome, Dave. MoneyTreePublishing.com, the books you need. Paul's back. Paul, I don't know if you heard, I was giving you the chance for a final statement and how can we wake up white brothers and sisters? Um, yeah, I dropped out for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I at the at the point where Dave was saying that I I should keep on, we all should keep on saying it over and over again. So uh, yeah, as far as a final statement, you know, gosh, I wouldn't know where to start or what would be quote final, but I'll just uh, restate the uh, the words. Right, we must secure the existence of our people, and if comma, and we should make apologies about it. We better goddamn can't do it. Uh, excellent. Nick, your final thoughts and and weave that into uh, how can we wake up our white brothers and sisters? Sure. Uh, a couple ideas <clears throat> based on what people have said. So one thing is when they go, when they do the, oh, God, Giuseppe, you're an anti-Semite. You know, one pushback we might have not exploited is to say, well, you know what? You're a Munchausen's by, you're Munchausen's victim. Or, that's, that's the wrong one. Um, it's not Munchausen's. Munchausen by um, proxy. Yeah, that's when they poison them. It's uh, um, Stockholm Syndrome. You're, you're, oh, there you go. Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. You know, you, yeah. you're 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 bonded to your captors. You're bonded to yes. your 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 being person. You're being victimized by, or the, in this case, the group. It, mock them on that level. I mean, it, it's a little bit hard. It's not a catchy way to say it. We we'll probably have to develop that a little bit. But that might be a good counterattack on that. You know, that thing. Additionally, um, in, in talking about getting people to authentic people that are going to talk about this in a real way, it might not be bad for all of our guys to. You know, drop into the uh, comment section of a, of a Stu Peters live stream or any of these other guys and be like, you know, let the audience in that live stream chat know where they can find, you know, much deeper stuff. You know, come over here and these people are talking about the real thing. Not, are you sick of the PG version? Come over here and hear the R-rated version for the adults, you know, that kind of thing. That's awesome, Nick. And again, awesome shows on Odyssey and your other channels. Uh, and now it's an honor to have you on Speak for Your Radio as well. So you're doing, I mean, you're, you set the gold standard. You're an impressive young man. Thanks, and sir. next, let's go to White is Right, who's doing a lot of great things as well. Final statement, how to wake up uh, white brothers uh, and sisters. Well, I think we need to take into account what Yuri Bezmenov said when he came or defected from Russia. He was talking about how they were programmed to demoralize everybody and they wouldn't be able to, to I guess, identify the truth if they had, like, the facts staring them right there in the face. So. I guess uh, the only thing I get through that was be repeated, but I, I mean, I'd probably have to just research what he said and, and see if there's a way we could get through to him. Because, uh, man, like he said, that uh, they just they will not see the truth no matter what you do. So uh, I don't know. Somebody needs to look into that and find out a way that we can reach him. But I can't give up, man. Can't sit on our asses and do nothing. So just uh, keep naming the Jew. That's awesome. And I'm going to give the final word to Zach and his thoughts. And, and one thing that I think we have an opportunity is this child rape and child torture is is waking normies up. And we, we have to press that, that that is 100% Jew doing that, Satanist. Go ahead, Zach. You're, you're, the final few moments are yours. Yeah, I want to, again, hammer home that, that uh, point of expanding our message onto more of these mainstream platforms, making sure that we're reaching people who have not already heard the message, right? We don't want to keep, uh, you know, as Dave said, we, we are repeating ourselves, that is necessary, uh, but we don't want to repeat ourselves to people who already know it, right? Uh, it, it's like um, it's like that, that grandfather that keeps telling you the same story about uh, walking to school both ways uphill, right? Time and time again, you just keep hearing, you're like, okay, yeah, I know, I know. In six I know. feet of snow, in six <laughs> yeah. feet of snow. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, you know, so 
uh, we just have to make sure that we're. we're